Olivia. I'm Sid. And I'm Abby. And welcome to our podcast about dumb Western norms. In this podcast, we will be discussing different single stories brought to be by Western culture and its aversion to topics regarding other cultures. start off with a real cool introduction. Abby, your topic was about Russia, correct? Yes, sir. Can you tell us a little bit about Russian stereotypes? Well, it all started with a guy named Joseph Stalin. And to put it lightly, he sucked. (laughs) Big time. He turned Russia into a huge military superpower. And in the 1940s, he basically broke the alliance between Russia and the U.S. Needless to say, many Americans were outraged, and so the Cold War began. Even after the war ended, Russia's reputation continued to get worse. Only this time, it wasn't because of anything the Russians did. It was actually because of the way the U.S. continued to portray them as the villains in several movies and books. Like Rocky, right? Yeah. Another thing that isn't generally considered when we think of Russians is actually the victory of World War II. When Germany fought Russia for the first time, the country didn't have enough weapons or enough practice to really be able to fight back. So the Russians would just keep retreating after every attack. And everyone thought Germany was going to take over the country. However, during the early December of that year, the Russian forces decided to take advantage of the frigid weather and completely take the Germans by surprise. In the end, the Russians defeated Germany, which had a major role in the end of World War II, obviously. And yet, no one seems to remember it, which only goes to show you really shouldn't judge a book by its cover, or a person by their history. You can listen to your favorite audiobooks with Audible. With over 180,000 audiobooks to choose from, Audible is the perfect way to listen to your favorite stories whenever or wherever you want. Visit www.audible.com to get listening. What about you, Olivia? What's your topic about? Basically how people think that everybody in Africa is poor, starving, and undereducated. Oh, nice. Funky fresh. Tell us a little more. Well, what do you think of when Africa is mentioned? You usually think of poor, starving citizens with a little education. You think of those TV commercials asking for a few cents a day while sharing images of starving African children. No one really thinks about the wealthier places like South Africa. It's the second wealthiest country in Africa. Although still poverty there, it's doing a lot better than most places in Africa. How wealthy is wealthy? Well, South Africa has a GDP of $351.4 billion compared to South Sudan, which is Africa's poorest country, and only has a GDP of $12 billion. Wow, that's a big difference. Yeah, and it doesn't end there. The country also has some of the biggest and most modern cities, and some of the cities, including Johannesburg and Cape Town, among others, have extraordinary skyscrapers, contemporary industries, high-rise apartment buildings, and large suburbs for the wealthy and middle class. According to the Washington Post, with the discovery of diamonds and gold in the late 19th century, mining became the foundation for rapid economic development. They even performed the first human heart transplant there. If a country was on the brink of collapse, they wouldn't be able to perform this kind of accomplishment. If South Africa was able to do that, then they must be pretty developed. You're right, and according to Alan Best, it is one of the most developed countries in Africa. Someone even argued that it is the most developed country in Africa.
finally, Sid, what did you write about? I wrote about stereotypes in Australia, specifically on Aboriginal Australians. What's an Aboriginal? An Aboriginal is the native of the land, the descendants of those who lived there pre-colonization. Aboriginals aren't treated the best because of stereotypes developed during Australia's colonization period. When European settlers arrived, they saw the natives as stupid, savage animals, like how you or I would think upon seeing a stray dog or an injured bird. This way of thinking has evolved into more, a more aggressive kind of prejudice. Aboriginals are seen as dirty, misbehaving criminals. They make up 3% of the general population, living mostly in northern Australia. With such a small population, there shouldn't be that much to discriminate against, right? On the contrary, Aboriginals are heavily targeted. According to Beyond Blue, an organization dedicated to mental health, more than half of white Australians asked say they have witnessed an act of discrimination towards their native counterparts. Only half of this half would consider stepping in and speaking up against the discrimination happening. Also, according to discrimination against indigenous Australians, the estimated proportion of the population that would self-injure at some point in their lifetime for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders was 17.2%. Jeez. I know, right? Pretty sad to think about. What's even worse is that, while making up 3% of the general population, Aboriginals make up 28% of the prisons. To top that off, Aboriginals make up 50% of juvenile correctional facilities. From an outside point of view, this would make the criminal stereotype seem a bit more credible. The truth is that Native Australians are far more susceptible to substance abuse. Most are victims of unemployment due to a third of white Australians being hesitant or against hiring Aboriginals. Most of previous experience with violence in the judicial system as well. Stereotypes like this might seem true, but when you dive deeper into the subject, you'll see the cruel reality of it. We hope you enjoyed listening to our podcast about dumb Western norms. It really goes to show that you shouldn't believe every stereotype you hear. For sure. If you want to hear more about false stereotypes and single stories, make sure to check out TED Talks, The Danger of a Single Story on YouTube. Until next time. Thank you.